1: This is an is. special report. Now reporting.
2: The very handsome Jewish man, Peter Rosenberg.
3: at six.
1: When the clock struck six, it meant one thing. Can I just say one thing, Don? Sure. Um,
2: you're not, Don. It stands Uh, But it's Don. not. Now,
1: from the ESPN New York News Desk, here's Rosenbaum or whatever that guy's name is. Now, what
3: of your show is number one.
2: Hi everyone, welcome to E N N on Ray Row. It's brought to you tonight by Jake's Fifty Eight Casino Hotel. Kick back and relax at Jake's Fifty Eight with the Stay and Dine package or the Stay and Play package. Discover the excitement you've been missing at Jake's Fifty Eight Casino Hotel. If gambling is a problem for you or someone you care about, please call eight seven seven eight Hope N Y for help or text Hope N Y four six seven three six nine. I'd like to start off tonight's E N N if I can by saying good evening to Michael. Why you so don't much. you go
3: hang on the rim, you Harry ape? Go ahead
2: troubling uh i'd also like to say good evening to don
0: i don't feel like high-fiving strangers and to michael sports yet and to don i don't know what you do with soccer and to don i think you should go for it on fourth down i thought about it during the minute maid commercial and to don no i'm not entertaining you i'm watching the game
2: and lastly to myself head over to fanduel get the FanDuel? That was brain, no compute.
0: (laughs) Wow. That comes out when I put it
2: out. Don. We suck. Just so you know, that was a slowman's read.
3: (laughs) Okay, well. I did that the other day. Hopefully they're not DraftKings, people. (laughs) I, I did that the other day, seamlessly transitioned in the middle of a sentence. Did you really? Yep. What, you mean between two spots? Yes. Because I, I was starting to read a spot that I had just read, and I said, and by the way, and boom.
2: And just, oh, uh, by the way, I'm a big by the way guy. Yeah. One of the biggest by the way guys there is in the business. have business. Yep. You know what, guys? Let's let's not waste any time. Let's go Never. right into a little World Cup watch, shall we?
1: Oh, can you believe this? Go, go. to a diamond. World Cup watch.
3: I won't try eggs. I'm going to try soccer. If you want to usa soccer, then you're a moron.
2: More drama in the World Cup today. Mothers and fathers join together. <laughs> I wanted to hear that whole thing.
0: Yeah, I want to hear it all. Keep thing.
2: going. Oh, Dominic McGregor. That man's an expert.
0: I uh, were able to find him.
2: So, Uruguay beat Ghana 2-0 and also was eliminated. Yeah. Luis cool. Suarez, no He's more.
3: crying. He was crying. Oh, yeah, it'll that? be his
2: last World Cup. That's the end of the line.
3: Too bad.
0: Mothers and fathers holding hands in the Bronx with Michael Kay in New York. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, meanwhile, uh, South Korea. Beats Portugal two one. They will move on. So Portugal and South Korea moving on. Brazil loses one nothing to Cameroon. No matter, they advance anyway.
0: The name in? Was this just a my my guess exercise?
2: Yeah, they lost one nothing. My my guess was knowing that Brazil team once they're already in, every once in a while you'll see them take take the third game. Now you'd like to I think show dominance in that game regardless in a perfect world but hey they'll be okay
3: so the next round though peter you lose your out Oh, you yeah. go home that's right michael okay
2: starting tomorrow at 10 a.m you lose your out united states hosting netherlands let's hear from captain tyler adams
1: I really appreciate you joining me. Just wrapped up last training before
2: arguably the biggest match of your lives. What was the mood like, the vibe of the group ahead of this one?
3: I think for, for a young group, uh, we have this confidence about us, a fearlessness about us that um, no matter who we're playing, we just still have the same energy, the same vibe. And um, that's a good feeling to have going into a big game.
1: When I say that you've covered more ground than any player at the World Cup, what's your reaction to that?
3: Uh, I'll do whatever for the team. I, I don't care. Uh, the guys next to me have also run. I know a lot, so they're probably not far off. Um, but yeah, it adds up for sure, but, uh, ready to go tomorrow. Christian. Oh, who was the woman that was asking questions? Who was that again, A- uh, Anthony?
0: That's the great Jenny
3: Taft. Okay. Uh, Christian. And P- by was, the way, for all you uh, soccer fans, if you're on 79th between Broadway and Amsterdam tomorrow, Peter's making an appearance at Blondie's watching the game. Love to talk with you and sign autographs.
2: I, I do not want to talk or what sign autographs. Ass? Well, I'm happy to talk, but you get the idea. Uh, Christian Pulisic will be available for your United States national team tomorrow. So his pelvis is healed. His healed pelvis, of course. And uh, the, the late game tomorrow, 2 o'clock, Argentina huh? and Australia.
3: You, will you stay for that, too?
2: Or you I just will care not. About US? I will not. I'll watch that game at home. And, of course, if the United States somehow beats the Netherlands and Australia were to win, you'd have a big K show versus Jarv matchup.
0: Is he ex- I'm assuming he's excited. About <laughs> well, it.
2: that's how I know about it is because the other day he wrote me and said, "Hey, we could we could play." Now I don't think either one winning is likely. <laughs> uh, certainly Argentina, not the matchup you're looking for, and the Netherlands are really good too. I mean, I don't know. Do you know what the line is tomorrow, Anthony?
3: Can you I look think that the, up? The Netherlands are like seven minus seven goals. That it can't be that. It's really a big. It's a big big uh, number.
2: It's funny, they don't say it here on the—are you not able to bet it here? It's not on the—the the US, U.S. is plus 350 to win. And what's the—and and the Netherlands are minus 112. So we're, we're pretty big dogs uh, tomorrow. 10 a.m. By the way, it's, guys, can we just stop with the nonsense of on Fox, they always have to promote soccer an what? hour before? It's really irritating everything they say 9am 1pm it's not it's 10am and 2pm well,
0: have as much coverage as you want of it i get it you got to do that yeah keep it but on don't make it seem like that's when the game starts that's Fugazi. especially say, you know pregame at 9 exactly uh, game starts at 10 but all these networks now not coverage begins they make it seem like that's when the game starts stop it and
2: it's and it's particularly frustrating for like a game like tomorrow for example there are a lot of people who are going to tune in tomorrow who normally would not be tuned in. They don't understand. They haven't been watching the whole tournament. And they're going to be sitting there at 9 o'clock waiting for kickoff for an hour. It's 10 a.m., kids. 10 a.m.
0: Yeah, so on my um, BetMGM app, Netherlands winning by a goal is minus 110. Okay. And two goals is plus 333. That's wild. That's wild.
2: Well, you know what? I wonder if that's in part, on the fact that the U.S. has given up one goal in the round robin yeah, uh, on a well. penalty kick.
0: Now, they say tie plus 230. There are no ties, but I guess that would be the money if it went to uh, penalty kicks, right?
2: I would assume so because you can't have a tie tomorrow. Right. Yeah, I guess that's a regulation-only bet. Yeah,
0: I guess regulation.
3: Can you imagine a World Cup being decided by penalty kicks? Why don't they just let it was run?
0: In 94, right? I Yeah, yeah let Baggio. The
3: run. Let run. Let people like I gotta tell over. You, Baggio
0: over the crossbar. You're, you're, been, well, especially with how it, it seems so easy to do it. But it was I – mean, I remember 94. That was pretty exciting, though.
3: But even hockey doesn't do a no, shootout no, in, the, in the playoffs. No,
2: but the difference is here is where it's hard. The level—I mean, not that hockey is not incredibly draining—but obviously, people are coming on or off the ice constantly. The yeah. level of fatigue you're talking about when you get past 120 minutes of running, these guys are running 20 and, miles. Oh, I get it, Peter. But then somebody miles. is
3: going to lose. Somebody's yeah, going to lose.
0: But but again, the quality of play would suffer if these guys are just so physically drained and exhausted. There could be injuries, and plus, because there's not a lot of scoring, Michael. God, how long could the game possibly go?
3: You have guys on the bench.
2: Uh, you know what? I have a question about this tournament. I've, I've been meaning to ask, and I and there's only one person I can ask it to. Me? Do you guys think Andrew Gunling will answer at work? I try every day.
3: All right, ask him. Hello? No, it's hey,
2: Andrew. Hey, hey there. You're you're on ha. <laughs>
1: This is your cell phone
2: that called me. That's right. It's, uh, yeah. it's held up to the microphone. Can you guys hear Andrew okay? Yes. yes. All right, you so Andrew, us, uh, we're talking World Cup. You'd be very impressed. In the last five minutes, Michael and Don neither has mentioned that needing to change the rules, how shootouts oh. should be banned. Well, Michael implied it, but it wasn't outright said. My question for you is, though, Andrew, uh, what is the soccer world saying about how crazy the amount of extra time has been in this tournament?
1: So, I think it was unexpected. Um because it has been jarring it is not like this this is weird and different um but apparently they said beforehand that they were going to really enforce stoppage time to the absolute letter of the law like every second that is wasted they were putting that back usually it's just it's not like that they estimate it's usually not more than four to five minutes or so this is this is weird and unusual and i'm surprised that they didn't trial it beforehand in some qualifiers or friendlies. Because uh, this is yeah, this is not the norm, and it seems like... Yeah, eight or
2: nine minutes every game is pretty weird.
1: Yeah, yeah. Ask him not, if he misses this us. This is
3: unusual. Uh, Michael,
2: Michael sure, has a question. Michael has a question, Andrew. He says he wants to know if you miss us.
1: I do. I do. Ooh. I do miss all of you very much. Wow. It was amazing seeing all of you guys at the 20th anniversary. And so, Andrew,
2: how uncomfortable were you with the raucous applause when you walked in the room?
1: i was extremely uncomfortable it was really nice like what a cool thing to like be able to say happened to me that like people were actually that happy to see me that was really cool but like yeah that's that's just not i don't know that's just not me that makes me feel weird michael
2: don e- any either of you guys have another question for andrew Any no, regrets? my love him uh, uh, michael says he loves you and don wants to know if you have any regrets I don't. No. I
1: don't. I love all, right. all of
2: you guys, too. Okay. All right. We love. Where are you watching the game tomorrow? I think
1: I'm having a couple friends over my house. Oh, oh Don. What do you
0: think about it? Oh.
3: Interesting. I'll explain why later. Thank you, it. Andrew. We love you. I right.
0: love you, too. See you. He's not all in.
3: <laughs> Nobody's He's all in all. more than Andrew at soccer, so you're, you're is right, shot so down. Having
0: a few friends over.
3: Uh, uh, right. Wow. That's
2: how you close it out, Andrew. Out of way. Um, Well, hey there. That's true. Let's hear really quickly. Let's hear from CJ Uzama, who was on with DNR earlier. He's been quite the chatty patty this week. And he was asked... Uh, what have you seen from Mike White that gives you confidence?
0: Preparation that goes in. All I know is, is what I see from him and up that I've had in the past, and you know, I can say that his work ethic is second to none. He, he prepares every game, and, and that's you know that's football talk, right? Like, well, you, you got to prepare for game like you're going in, but he does, you know, and you see it. You know, you, you can tell even during the game he'll come he would come up to you and be like, "Hey, like we we saw you on this. Like, just make sure you run it again the same way." And coming up to Conk and I, uh, especially in just saying, hey, like, we'll, we'll, we'll get you this ball. We, we see it, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, if that's an indication of, of where his head's at as, as a quarterback and where his head's at as a football player and, and the leader of the team, then again, you know, I think the sky's the limit for what he can do and what he brings to the table. Well,
3: I have, have, a, I have a, a quote from Troy Aikman, if you'd like it, Peter. Okay, well, related to what? About the Cowboys' chances of getting Odell Beckham. This was on DFW The Ticket. All right. Come on, Daddy. If I was betting, I'd bet virtually everything I have on it. I've never known Jerry to lose a player he's wanted. I think it'll definitely happen. All right.
2: Well, we shall see. Uh, A couple of quick notes. Uh, Al Horford signs a uh, two-year deal with the Celtics to stick around. I don't know if you guys know. I'm I'm thrilled with it. I mean.
1: This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple.
2: By the way, you know who's not looking great right now? We haven't talked about this at all. I mean, with all due respect, Ime Udoka—they're—they're uh, they're the best they've ever been. They're now eight. They're done. They're eighteen and four. They're the best team in the yeah. NBA.
3: Did you see what? I—I uh, uh, I guess she's not his wife. The actress. Well- Yeah, she, like, came out against the Celtics. Uh, I mean, are you kidding me? What did the Celtics do? Yeah, Nia Long was, like, upset. Well, they didn't call me to see how I was. Well, it's your your husband's fault.
2: Well, I got Here's what Ebro said this morning on the show. We talked about this on on the Ebro in the Morning program. And his thought was, like, I don't think at any job they would call... In fact, they're probably discouraged from having any contact in a situation that could
3: be legal like this.
0: How could she expect the call?
3: Yeah, it's, it's unbelievable. And the, uh, the I mean, the, the sheer arrogance of saying that and saying that the Celtics didn't care about making this public, uh, and and you know making my child feel terrible. Well, how are the Celtics going to suspend your husband without saying something?
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm sorry. It seemed like passing the buck to me as well. I'm a Celtics defender, so hey. Um, Mac Jones says the emotions got the best of him in the loss to the Bills last night. Don and I loved every second. And let's get into a very fast, very quick week 13 NFL announcer schedule, shall we? Yeah. We start at 1 p.m. in Minnesota. The Jets at the Vikings. You guys know who's on the call for this game.
1: Lost in the sauce. That's
2: right. Ian Eagle. He'll be joined by Charles Davis and Mr. Evan Washburn. That's the A-team. That's right, it's the A-team. 1 o'clock, we continue on. MetLife Stadium, my Washington commander's in town. Don, you know who's on the call for that one.
3: Then I usually play ping pong. I've been doing that for the last uh, week or so.
2: Kenny Albert, joined by Jonathan Vilma and Shannon Spake. And on the radio, ESPN Radio, Steve Levy. It's pretty good to be your boy Leaves right about now. Joined by our buddy Mike Tannenbaum. A couple of our friends there. on the uh, radio broadcast. Also 1 o'clock in Atlanta, the Pittsburgh Steelers are in town for Andrew Catalan. Andrew Catalan. That's right, and James Lofton. We go to Baltimore. The Broncos taking on Lamar Jackson and the Ravens trying to bounce back after that tough loss against the Jags. For a game like this, there's only one man. Some guy with a brawl. His his name is Kevin Harlan. (laughs) He'll be joined by Trent Green and Melanie Collins. Also at 1 o'clock to Chicago. The Packers and the Bears. Adam Amin on the call. No
1: stands erect.
2: He'll be there with Mark Schlereth and Christina Pink. And Michael, you know what that means.
3: It means stinking pink.
2: That's right. The stinking pink (laughs) connection. We stay at 1 o'clock. We go to Detroit. the Jaguars, and the Lions in my three-point game. I like the Lions getting one point at home. Chris Myers on this. I have Chris Myers. He'll be joined by Robert Smith and Jen Hale. We go to Houston, and here it is. The big return of Deshaun Watson to his former team, the Houston Texans. 1 o'clock, CBS, Spiro Dede's on the call. Spiro Dede's? He'll be joined by Jay Feely and Aditi Kinkwabala. Also 1 o'clock, the last one o'clocker. Big game for Michael, the Titans. Four and a half point dogs at the Eagles. Kevin Burkhardt on the call.
1: Keith, these are definitely not pumpkins. He'll be
2: joined by Greg Olson. Aaron Andrews. All right, old man, I can joke with you about that. And Tom Rinaldi. To 4 o'clock we go. Los Angeles. The Seahawks. The Rams. Kevin Kugler.
0: Mark Sanchez. Shelby Shelton's clearing out defenders faster than a teenager clears his search history on his web browser. Holy and smokes.
2: La- and Laura Oakman on the call. Also at 4.05 in San Francisco. A game Michael will be locked into. The Dolphins at the 49ers. Joe Davis on the call. He'll be joined by Moose Johnston and Pam Oliver. Hey, now, 4.25. The Chiefs and the Bengals. You know that's French. That's Jim Nance time with Tony Romo and Tracy Wolfson. Also, 425, Las Vegas. The Chargers in town. Greg Gumbel, Adam Archuleta. Adam Golden Archuleta and AJ Ross on the call. The Sunday Nighters. Indy and Dallas. Tarico Collinsworth and Melissa Stark. Stop it. And the Monday nighter 815, the Saints and the box. Joe Buck, you Troy Aikman, and Lisa Salters. That'll do it for this week's NFL announcer lineup and ENM.
1: Wow.